0: Hi, I'm back with Radio Bite Size and I'm so, so, so excited to get this podcast started back up again. I know the last time you heard from me on this feed, I was speaking in Spanish. I am now going to be coming at you in English with maybe a little bit of Spanglish in there because that's just my jam. If you are just now finding this podcast, a little bit about me, I'm Jillian. I'm a nutrition and habit change coach Been working with clients for about six years now. I live in Barcelona, Spain with my dog that I am obsessed with. If you want to see what she looks like, I post about her on my Instagram all the time. And I am here to talk to you a little bit about how to better stick to habit changes, how to make healthier changes in your life, how to develop a different mindset around food in your body, and ask and answer some some questions that may come up for you questions that have come up for my clients and just offer this as a platform for inspiration, for thought, to like help you ask yourself some difficult questions. And this episode actually is starting out with a difficult question. And it's a, it's a really important question that you're probably not asking yourself. And this is a question that I find so important and really hard to answer, and sometimes can feel really uncomfortable. And the reason why it's a question that I think is important to ask yourselves is I think that introspection is one of the most incredible ways to grow is actually getting to know ourselves better. And I think that self-awareness is like one of the most incredible tools that we can use in this process. Um, one of the things I talk about a lot is curiosity over judgment. And so self-awareness is not judging yourself as I am good or I am bad. Self-awareness is using that curiosity to say, why do I do the things that I do instead of drawing judgment on the things that you do? So the really important question that I believe that you're probably not asking yourself is, who do I need to become in order to achieve what I want? And I'll give you a little bit of context. And then at the end of every episode, you're going to walk away with some specific action steps that are going to be really helpful for you to start moving towards whatever it is that we talk about in each podcast. So when we talk about goal setting, you know, if we're talking about who do I need to become to achieve what I want, we need to think about kind of what is your goal, right? And there's a couple different ways to set goals. And I think this is really important right now because if you're listening to this in real time, it's the beginning of January, 2022. Um, You may have some goals in mind, maybe you set some year's resolutions, and there's a couple different ways that you can set these goals. You may have heard of something called SMART goals, which is essentially setting very very specific goals. The SMART is an acronym. It stands for the S is for specific, M is for measurable, A is for achievable, R is for relevant, and T is for time-based. And this is a way of goal setting that is, is heavily used, I think, in the health and fitness space. And for some people, I think it can be super helpful to have a very specific goal. I'll give you an example. Instead of saying I want to lose weight, you a smart goal might be, you know, by March first, twenty twenty two, I will. Uh, have lost 10 pounds. Um, and so while that can be really, really helpful because you have sort of a specific time frame, you kind of, you can work backwards from there. I also personally, I find SMART goals to be a little bit limiting. And it's also, it tends to end up being like, well, then, then what? And so you're constantly in chase of a goal in chase of an achievement. And I really like to focus more on the process rather than the achievement itself. Um, and part of the reason for that is like Say you set a goal of losing 10 pounds by March 1st and you don't lose 10 pounds, you lose eight pounds. And if we're really focused on the goal, you may be, you may feel kind of deception, deception. Wow. You guys are going to hear my Spanglish coming out because sometimes English words are hard. Decepcionado would be the word in Spanish, but you might feel like you're letting yourself down because you're like, well, I lost eight pounds, but I didn't lose 10. And so this is why understanding that the process is really important because if you were to achieve 80% of something like that's really good, that's way better than 50%, better than 20%. And I think it's really important to understand everything that you learn in the process. And sometimes in some situations, say your goal is 10 pounds and you lose eight, and that's actually better because you've learned more in the process. Um, so that's kind of why I'm not personally a fan of smart goals, even though that may work for you. And I think there are situations that smart goals can be really, really helpful. Um, I really like looking at avoid versus approach goals. So you may be starting out this year, um, with, with an idea of like things that you want to do less of, or things that you want to avoid. For example, I want to eat less sugar. I don't want to eat carbs. I want to stop scrolling on my phone late at night. And those are. The interesting thing is that the way that our brains work is like, what you think about is what you see. And so it's like, if you decide you want to buy a red car and then all of a sudden you see red cars everywhere, there's not more red cars. You're just paying attention more to the red cars. So if you tell yourself, I want to eat less sugar, you're kind of telling your brain to pay attention to sugar. And so, you know, not only that, but when you restrict yourself, that's usually you end up wanting more of that thing. And so what I find really helpful instead of an avoid goal like eating less sugar, you might want to look at setting an approach goal like I want to eat more vegetables. And so both of them probably have the same desired outcome. Uh, but in one of them, instead of saying to yourself, you know, I can't eat sugar, I can't eat sugar. And then all you think about is like, I want a cookie. The other one is like, hey, I really want to include more vegetables, and you probably end up eating less sugar as a byproduct of that but without all of the stress of trying to force yourself to stay away from sugar. And it gives you something to work towards instead of only something to avoid. Um, And I think that it's really important to say here that like just setting that goal can feel really empowering. But I think the thing that holds a lot of us back is like setting a goal isn't really enough. And I've done this a million times. I have so many clients that have done this that are really great at goal setting. They're really great at having a clear goal. But um, James Clear, who wrote one of my absolute favorite books of all time, Atomic Habits, Uh, said something really poignant in in his book. And that is winners and losers have the same goal. And so whether you achieve something or don't achieve something, you probably have the same goal as, as the person that did achieve or didn't achieve it. The difference is in the process. And so this is why this question of who do I need to become to achieve what I want is so freaking important. And it comes from a concept of self-identity. And so your identity is essentially who you believe you are. It's a set of beliefs. It's a set of understandings. And it's your, your identity comes from experiences. It comes from things people have told you. It comes from things you've achieved. It comes from things that you enjoy. And so you have a set of beliefs about who you are as a person. And those beliefs are different in different contexts. For example, you know, in certain contexts of my life, I'm a daughter. In other contexts of my life, I'm a business owner. In some contexts of my life, it's more important for me to be a dog owner. In other contexts of my life, it's more important for me to be a really good friend. And so understanding the things that you believe about yourself, and sometimes those things can really hold us back. And so you may have heard of something called self-limiting beliefs, Um, And that's the belief. Usually, you know, I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough. I'm not pretty enough, whatever that is. And there's a lot of other beliefs that go along with that. And we're not going to dig too deeply into it there. We have an episode of the Be Well Cartel, which is another podcast that I participate with um, two other female coaches on. And we have an entire podcast on identity. So I'll link that in the show notes if you want to go really deep into identity. Um, But one of the things when it comes to goal setting is you're probably, probably asking yourself, when you set a goal, what do I need to do? But asking yourself, who do I need to become is totally different because what do I need to do can be like following a set of rules. And so that can feel very external to who you are as a person, but who do I need to become actually helps you embody the things that you want to change or can change in order to uh, have an achievement or, or in order to move closer to a goal or in order to simply move closer to who you want to be in the world. And I think that this question is so cool because I, I really like thinking about like, who do I want to be in the world? What do I want myself to represent? How do I want to see myself? And, and asking yourself the question of who do I need to become to achieve what I want can give you the opportunity to actually understand what values, what habits, um, what, what thoughts can be helpful for you in order to achieve whatever this goal is. And so I'll give you a little bit of context. I'll share a little bit of a personal story. So, uh, when I was 19 or 20 was kind of the first time that I actually even considered what health really was. I never ate vegetables growing up. I didn't like exercising. I was in college as a binge drinker. I think I'd gained something like, I don't know, 20, 25 pounds, which is fairly common for school. I mean, you're going out more, you're partying, whatever. Um, But when I started changing my habits, I, I wasn't really aware of being deep into diet culture, even though I did have... Some body image issues. I saw my mom go through Weight Watchers, but that wasn't even really something that I thought about. For me, my thought was that I wanted to become someone who was healthier. And the reason why was because I noticed like my energy was really low. Um, I was not eating healthfully in the sense that I, I recognized that you know, eating things like Starbucks, Starbucks coffee cake for breakfast every day and drinking a ton of creamer in my coffee. And never eating anything colorful, I recognized that that wasn't kind of who I wanted to be, and I recognized that some of the people that I really admired, and yeah, I, I mean, a lot of the reason that I did this in the first place was to change what my body looked like because I was really uncomfortable in my clothes, I didn't feel good about myself, and I looked at, you know, I would so I would see these girls in the gym that were, you know, fit. And, and they looked good. And I would think about like, what do they do? What do they embody? What are the things that they do in their day-to-day? And I'm not saying that this is essentially, this is, really like a healthy way to go about it, because this was purely for me at this point is like, yes, I wanted to be healthier, but I wanted to be healthier because I thought that that would give me the body that I wanted. Um, But if you look up to someone, let's say you want to become a more organized person or you want to become someone that's consistent in their health habits or whatever that is, you can actually think about the type of person that has the result that you want And you can break down like, what do you think that they do in their day-to-day? Like, what do you think they do when they wake up in the morning? Um, What do you think they do at midday? What do you think they do at night? And so for me, when I was in this process, I saw that one of the habits that these girls that I admired had was that they were in the gym most days. And so for me, that indicated that one of the habits that I wanted to start working on was was going to the gym more often. This didn't mean I was gonna start some crazy program. This was simply like, I noticed that a habit was they attended the gym. So I started attending the gym more. And these things, the cool thing is, is like it kind of blossomed from there, but I had to start with these really basic habits. Um, when it comes to you creating an identity in order to reach a goal or recognizing what your identity is and how you want to change that, some things that you can consider, what does this type of person do in their day-to-day? So what do their habits look like? Who do they hang out with or who do they talk to? What kind of language do they use? You might think about what do they read or what type of media they consume and then also understanding what beliefs you need to overcome about yourself in order to be this person. So for me, I needed to overcome the belief that I hated vegetables. That for me was very limiting. And I had held that belief for literally my entire life. And so in order for me to become a healthier person, in order for me to do, to make the changes that I wanted to make in my body at this point in time, I had to overcome the belief that vegetables were disgusting, which sounds kind of crazy that that was part of my identity, but Part of my identity really was that I hated vegetables. And so I had to start working on habits that helped me overcome that belief. So I want to offer you some action steps for working towards who you want to be. I already jumped into that. I'm realizing now that I went out of order, but I want to make this a little bit more uh, understandable for you. So the action steps, the first one is identify what you want to achieve and why that thing is important to you. And honestly, especially if it's something like weight loss, the reasons might feel right now kind of superficial. And I want to tell you that that is okay right now. If you're going to continue on this process, hopefully we will get a little bit deeper and understanding like what do these things truly mean to you. Um, but right now, just start out, identify what you want to achieve and why that thing is important to you. So for example, um, I really want to go to bed earlier or get a better night's sleep. And it's important to me because I don't want to feel like shit all day. Like that's great. Or I want to lose weight because, you know, I don't feel comfortable in my body and I feel like if I weighed a little bit less, I would feel more comfortable. There's a lot of reasons. We're not going to get into the reasons why now weight loss is not necessarily going to help you feel more comfortable with your body. But if that's what your goal is right now, I fully support you in that. That's freaking awesome. Um I think that now we hear a lot of people like demonizing weight loss as a goal, and I think that if that's what you want to do, I just hope that you're able to do that and that I can support you in doing that in a way that is healthful instead of detracts from your physical and mental health. Um, so identify what you achieve, want to achieve, and why that's important to you. Writing it down, I think, is really really important, and remembering the avoid versus approach goals that we talked about in the beginning, I think, can be really helpful. And then think about the type of person. So the next step is think about what type of person has the result that you want so that you may actually have an individual in mind, or it may just be sort of the type of person. So, you know, really easy is like uh, a a person that, um, let's in the example of you being, you getting better sleep. So what type of person sleeps well? Someone that has a bedtime routine, someone that maybe isn't on their phone uh, at night, someone that has no problem disconnecting or setting boundaries in their life. That may be the kind of person that you that you want to be. And so you may think about what do they do in their day-to-day? Who do they hang out with? What do they read? What beliefs do you need to overcome? So I think especially with the beliefs one, especially when we're talking about sleep, you may believe I'm a bad sleeper. You may believe uh, I don't want to go to sleep because I'm, I'm really not looking forward to tomorrow. You may believe that you are a night owl. And these, these beliefs, may be holding you back from achieving what you want. Um, And that's not a bad thing. That simply is what is real for you right now. And so you can intentionally decide to change that or not. And then from there, the next action step is to choose your small habits. Small is a key word here because I think one of the biggest things that we come up against is biting off more than we can chew and and then feeling really discouraged when we don't achieve everything. I'm going to take a sip of water here. Mm, so much better. So choose your small habits. Uh, I do not recommend choosing any more than maybe two things to work on at a time. You may be really motivated. You're like, cool, I know what I want to achieve. I understand what I I need to do. I understand who I want to change myself into or who I want to start identifying with or as. I have a list of 10 things that, that I can do starting out with 10 things is going to end up feeling like you're always running a little bit behind. So I really prefer, and I do this action with client or this, this, this work with clients all the time is actually setting really low expectations for yourself. And think of it as like under promising and over delivering. That is probably one of the mantras that I live my life by is under promising and over delivering. And when you can start doing that for yourself, it's really powerful. Uh, And part of that is, is it helps build your belief in the fact that you can do things. If you're constantly over challenging yourself and falling short, that feels really, really frustrating. So for example, if we're using the example of uh, getting better sleep, Your small habit may be, you know, say you're going to bed right now at midnight, maybe your small habit is setting an alarm to go off 15 minutes before midnight, and that's when you get into bed and start uh, reading your book or doing whatever it is that you decide to do before bed. So instead of jumping from, hey, you know, I go to bed at midnight now, I'd love to go to bed at 10, like making the huge jump from midnight to 10 p.m. is going to feel really uncomfortable but making a jump from like midnight to 11:30 or midnight to 11:45 can be a lot more doable and that way you can get confident with that small change. I think if we're talking about something like weight loss, so maybe you realize like hey, one thing that someone that has the result that I would like does is they drink more water or they eat more vegetables or they are doing some sort of meal planning. And so maybe your small habit is simply thinking at the beginning of the day, what will I eat today? Or the night before, prepping a breakfast for the for the next day. These are really small things that I want you to feel confident in doing before you move on to something else. And if you're if you're someone that struggles to break down a bigger goal into small steps, reach out to me, send me a message. I'm happy to help you out with that. And I want to give you Yet another example. So if you decide that it is important for you to eat healthier and you want to identify as a healthy eater, and right now, say you identify as someone that's addicted to sugar or you identify as someone that um, hates vegetables or whatever that is. So think about healthy eater might do things like drink water before they drink coffee in the morning. They may include a vegetable in most of their meals. They may snack on fruit instead of like a cereal bar or something like that. They may plan time each week to go to the grocery store. And these are things that some of the things that I just said may feel difficult for you right now. And some of them, you may think like, Oh, I can totally do that, which is awesome. I want you to think I can totally do that. And I want you to also be really supportive towards yourself in this process. So I know that it can be really easy to kind of judge yourself as like, I want to be this person. Why can't I do this now? Be patient with yourself. Um, I actually designed a whole program to take you through this process in any area of your life. I know that as I said before goals are easy to set but the follow through and the consistency as you move towards that goal can be really really hard. And so the healthy habits blueprint is my online program that takes you through the process of effective goal setting, creating an identity that supports your goals, developing the right habits for those health goals and then helping you build the skill of staying consistent and holding yourself accountable. And if you're an all or nothing type person or you're someone that is really struggles with follow through, you are going to absolutely Love this, and it's going to transform the way that you have habits or practice habits in your day to day life. And it's going to help you with a lot with confidence in that stuff as well. Um, Enrollment is open. If you're listening to this in real time, it should be the first week of January, 2022. Enrollment is open and I'm going to put the link in, show, in the show notes. You're also welcome to reach out with, to me via Instagram at Bite Nutri uh, or through email Jillian at Bite I'll put all of that in the show notes. If you have any questions um, or if you want to learn a little bit about how others' experience in the program was, I also want to please ask you if you loved this podcast or if you hated it, I really want to know. It, your feedback is so, 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 so important to me as i start to create more podcasts and and understand that this process is for for you i am doing this because i want to help you the best that i can and so your feedback is going to help me do that and my goal i'm going to hold myself accountable to this my goal is to publish a new podcast every week and it's going to use questions that come from my clients and it's going to come from you dear listener so you can join my facebook group the link is also in the show notes for that Or you can send me a DM on Instagram with any questions or any feedback. And I'm so proud of myself. Podcast one is done. I hope you enjoyed this. And if you want to share it with someone in your life, I would really appreciate that. Anyone that could be helped through this podcast, I think would be awesome. And with that, I hope that you're having a lovely January. If you are listening to this in January, 2022.